जब जब दर्द का बादल छा गया जब गम सा लहरा गया जब आंसू पलकों तक आया जब ये तना दिल घबराया हमने दिल को ये समझाया दिल आखिर तो क्यों रोता है दुनिया में यू ही होता है ये जो घेरे सन्नाटे हैं, वो अपने सभी को ही बांटे हैं। थोड़ा गम है सबका हिस्सा थोड़ी धूप है सबका किस्सा आज तेरी बेकार ही नम है हर पल एक नया मौसम है क्यों तू ऐसे पल खोता है दिल आखिर तू क्यों रोता है हेलो अर्षित बिग वेलकम टू वीसेट पॉडकास्ट पावर्ड बाय लिटरारी क्लब विद ओमकार एंड जाबिया वी आर रियली वेरी ऑब्लाइज्ड एंड ब्लेस्ड टू हैव यू ऑन द शो थैंक यू सो मच ओमकार थैंक यू इट्स अ प्लेजर टू हैव इट्स अ प्लेजर टू बी हियर डेफिनेटली एंड लाइक यू नो आउट आउट ऑफ द ब्लू मून आई वुड से वी नॉर्मली स्टार्ट ऑफ बाय आस्किंग क्वेश्चंस बट नाउ आई रियली वांट टू पुट अ स्मॉल ट्विस्ट टू दिस आई एम गिविंग यू फाइव नेम्स एंड यू जस्ट हैव टू गिव मी थ्री वर्ड्स फॉर ईच नेम ओके Okay, so it's a kind of a twist. Let's just start with a new twist. Mani Ratnam. Mani Ratnam. Um, uh, magician. Three words. Magician. All right. Three words. Um, so one magician. Three. Uh, second, the music and ARMR. And third. Mm-hmm. Um, third, just memory, nostalgia. All right. Anurag Kashyap. Anurag Kashyap. Um, I would say. Uh, bold um uh, visionary and game changer yash chopra yash chopra legend uh the, uh, the man or oh, no all right so, so single words right uh, yeah i mean for him also i'll say change maker and uh, mm-hmm. romance the third word will be romance yeah all right second last satyajit ray Sajidhi, Sajidhi Ray. Uh, first of all, birthday boy. It's his birthday today. Oh, yeah. I see. It's his ninety-ninth birth birthday today. So uh, one first would be that. <laughs> uh, second would be uh, just um, I would say the 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 father of Indian cinema. I know it's more than what two or three words, but you know that's the correct term for him. Maybe uh, the father would be the correct term for him. And the right. third would be uh, just. Uh, teacher, I consider him a teacher. Definitely. And the last one, Harshit. Harshit. Uh, I would say learner, uh, mm-hmm. inquisitive, and uh, cinephile. Wow, that's great. So basically, uh, we really got to know about what is going on in your mind right now, and all great answers, I would say. So definitely, congratulations on that part. <laughs> and moving on. Moving on, I feel that every filmmaker has a self-introspection, right? Hmm. It has its own observation. It has an eye for a beauty. So, in your scenario, what is that introspection? What is that observation for an eye for a beauty? Um, so, see, first of all, I'm not a filmmaker yet. Uh, I I wish to be, uh, but I'm not right now. I consider myself only a cinephile who is trying to uh, sort of start conversations around cinema. uh but if i have to say uh, what is the question exactly uh, exactly like, you know you're looking forward to yourself being a filmmaker or something to do in the cinema uh, sector so in that case what is the introspection that you do towards yourself what is the kind of observations that you make in order to sustain yourself into this industry also what is the eye for a beauty so this mm-hmm. whole on a similar lines Hmm. What's the introspection that I do? I think uh, yeah. uh, I personally am somebody who introspects consistently and constantly every day. Uh, you know, I think about all kinds of 
uh, issues and subjects related to life for that matter i think about uh, the the for example the mistakes that i make every day and i try to i try to think about how i can make myself a better person uh, i also try to introspect after watching uh, after watching the films that i like or you know for, for that matter after every film that i watch uh, i think a lot about what that film was trying to say what that filmmaker was trying to say uh, through the medium of film and um, and you know it's just uh, i would say just everything yeah for that matter i i just try to observe everything uh, for example family relationships is something that i'm extremely curious about i try to uh, think a lot about what makes a relationship work what makes a relationship between a mother and a son work what makes a relationship between two people who are in love work uh, so those are some things that i think about a lot and you know just about just about the idea of being human uh Yeah, just about the idea of being human. What it means to be human? Uh, how 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 we can strive to be better human beings in general? Uh, empathy is something that I think about a lot. Uh, you know, and I think I try to think about how um, in probably in this world that uh, it's trying, it's is constantly moving towards um, like. Uh, an era of hatred how we can prevent that from happening so you know all of these things and uh, even if i uh, become a filmmaker in uh, in the future those are the kind of things that i would also like to make films about about human relationships about the idea of being human and uh, you know also about how it's possible to spread more love in the world instead of hate all right all right so that really intrigues me to the next question is that you have been studying or rather observing everything about the human relationships and everything that is going in and around the society so what is that one topic that you would say that is at the peak because initially we were speaking about that freedom for the women that women should come ahead and be more independent films were made related to that mm-hmm. so right now what do you think is the Uh, is the like you know the most buzzing topic or the hot sizzling topic that the films can be made on and people will be more happy apart from lgbt um when it comes to women i think what's the most important is that we need to uh, give women a chance to tell their own stories i think uh, for so many years we have we have let uh, men uh, tell the stories of women um, you know um, male writers male filmmakers have told stories of women Uh, and some of some of the results from that process have been extremely good for example thappar that came out this year uh, such powerful film written co-written and directed by a male director but at the same time i think it's finally time that we give more opportunities to women uh, to tell their own stories and you know and uh, every kind of story that comes out of it uh, even if there are stories that people might not be willing to accept in the uh, accept initially uh but there are stories that need to be told and i think that's that's what i really really try to focus on i really really uh, try to watch as many films as possible from female writers in order to understand better uh better uh, what women want and um, you know what exactly it is that we can as men uh, understand better about about women and uh, better about also being better men and for example you know films uh, that are being made uh, by women like uh, lena vyas or uh, films by uh, meera nair or films by deepa mehta or for that matter if, if we go, go abroad uh, uh, films by uh, filmmakers like greta gerwig or um lulu wang for example who made the farewell so all of these films have been extremely 
uh, have been a great learning uh, process uh, like watching these films has been a great learning process for me i have learned so much so as you are a cinema enthusiast what inspired you to delve into the world of cinema uh i think i've just always been uh, like uh, one my family is extremely filmy uh my father and mother both they bo- they both huge cinephiles in their own way of course they're not they're not people who uh have explored world cinema in any way they don't even watch any english films for that matter but bollywood was always something that was a part of my house while growing up uh so you know the cinema bug came one it was in my genes so i just grew up watching a lot of films uh mainly bollywood and then after a point of time you know like when i was in school i started exploring uh, american films i started exploring ho- ho- hollywood films and uh, with time i just kept on watching more films and with time uh, you know films just became such an such a big part of my life uh, that you know it just got intertwined with my own personal life i started realizing with time how important cinema can be because you know so many things that i realized that i have learned in my own life have come only from cinema because i'm not somebody who reads a lot of books uh, i mean that's it's not something to boast about honestly like it's something that i wish that i did not do i wish that i read a lot of books uh, but you know it just is just a habit that i never was able to develop so for me uh, you know all the learnings that uh, that i could learn from the outside world it came from cinema you know uh, for example you know i was watching this film the namesake the other day and uh, uh, in the namesake they talk about how how books can be you know a gateway uh into the whole world for a person and for me like while i was watching that film i was just thinking that this is how i feel about cinema i just feel like uh, by watching films you don't even need to travel the whole world you can actually see the whole world just through the lens of cinema so that's how you know uh, that's just how my journey started and that's just how it became a part of my life and now it's such an important part of my life it's almost like my work now so yeah So since movies are such big part of your life I would like to ask you that what movie inspires you the most and if there is a character that you would look up to like you would want to be you would want, want to indulge with who would it be Uh I think the movie that has been the biggest inspiration for me is Tamasha uh which yeah. is a film that I talk about on the page also quite often uh because that was a film that really really inspired me to go after my passion that was a film that became extremely just therapeutic for me you know in a way uh because when i watched that film for the first time i was going through an emotional turmoil in my life i was extremely lost i wasn't sure what i want to do with my life etc etc i was doing engineering which wasn't which i wasn't really fond of myself uh so i just kind of um, was in a situation where i really needed uh kind of a therapeutic cathartic experience myself and uh, that film came into my life in a time like that and uh, you know it really uh, it became a big game changer for me i watched that film over and over quite a quite a lot of times and eventually it became uh, you know it became that thing for me which pushed me eventually to uh, chase my passions go after my dreams and uh, eventually became the reason for why i started the page and uh, and you know the the rest uh, you you guys also know so yeah so that is a film yeah. that has been the biggest inspiration for me there are many there are many such films uh, but that is the film that would that i would uh, keep at the top of the of the whole uh, kind of stack uh, and uh, the second thing a character that i would like to indulge with 
um yeah you yeah. know like that is something that that is something that just keeps on changing for me honestly you know after every new film that i watch in almost every film that i watch and i love there is you know there is some character that i think about a lot there's this one character that i uh, relate to a lot for example you know lately ever since the death of irfan khan i've been watching i've been watching and rewatching a lot of irfan khan films uh, for example the namesake uh, i rewatch i rewatch makbool i rewatch i watched talwar for the first time and you know almost in every film uh, there was one character for example in the namesake uh, there is a character called gogol Uh, which is played by Kalpen who is the son of uh, of the character played by Fan Khan and you know i really really related to that character uh, in a lot of ways and i've been meaning to write something about that as well uh, so you know it's like that for me uh, after every film that i watch there is some new character that i start relating to uh, and i think i think uh, if if i have to look at all the films that i have seen i think tamasha's uh, protagonist ved would would definitely be a character that i really really related to when i saw it for the first time because he was also the kind of emotional turmoil that he was going through at that time i could relate to that in a lot of ways uh, and also since the the passion that he was suppressing had something to do with storytelling and that's also something that i could connect with uh, so yeah maybe maybe him maybe him great great yeah uncle go ahead Yeah. So uh, there is one question which might be a bit of a twist. I would say at this uh, point of conversation, hmm. that is, do actually films flop in India? Do actually films flop in India? Because there is a small thing that I really want to put in while uh, you before you answer. Hmm. That is, if you see the crowd of India, that's one point three billion and much more. So, जो कुछ भी फिल्म लगती है, people go and watch it. And at the end of the day, they'll say that नहीं मुझे फिल्म अच्छी तो नहीं लगी. But do they commercially flop? But I think that commercially they are making good according to what I think. Hmm. then what is the whole scenario about the films are flop films are not working for certain films yeah no flop films as in what kind of films are you uh, referring to here uh maybe uh, the films that have come up in the recent past that they said that they did not work for example kalam kalam people said that no that did not work up so hmm. what is that flop whole thing what is the whole uh, notions associated with the flop that are they because i think the commercially they are doing well because there is a public which is getting into the hmm. theater they are doing it hmm. even sara ali khan the film with kartik aryan hmm. i'm not getting the name of love aajkal love aajkal yeah yeah so exactly uh, love aajkal right so basically commercially they are doing good because people are getting into the theaters watching it once they come out of the theaters they are like you know the film wasn't good but what is the whole scenario uh, established that the hmm. notion with the flop Yeah, so see, there are two things in India, especially actually worldwide. Also, there are two factors to the success of a film. One is the commercial factor, and the second is the critical factor. Critical factor, as in the reviews that it's getting from the critics, right? And commercial factor is the money that it's making. Um, so both of those factors are taken into consideration when uh, when when it's ascertained whether or not a film has worked. Um, in the case of, for example, Kalank, Kalank. i think did not make money also kalank was a film that failed to make money also and kalank uh, also did not get any good reviews from the critics either so that was a film that failed on both the aspects lavachkal also for that matter uh, the critics reviewed it extremely poorly and it it also did not make a lot of money so it also failed on both the grounds uh but you know for example a film like i'm going back to tamasha again but a film like tamasha for example uh, it it received uh, some extremely 
or actually no i'll refer to another film lutera starring uh, ranveer singh and sonakshi sinha so that was a film that received positive reviews from all the critics from all the critics here even now if you look if you google the film and if if you google lutera reviews you find that uh, you know it it got such great reviews but the film did not uh, you know was wasn't a commercial success uh, so so in that respect some some people would call it a failure and some people would call it a success depending on how they measure a film i would call that film a big success because of the legacy that it has left behind because of how many people are still talking about it i would call that film a big success uh, because of so because of how many people are still talking about it you know even now if you look at humdo cinema also uh, i have more i have more posts on lutera uh, than any salman khan film uh and i i i actually have zero posts on a salman khan film even though salman khan films obviously make way more money than a film like lutera so you know uh, lots of people would call salman khan films a success uh but i i won't call them a success just because they made money i think a film success is measured by the legacy that it leaves behind and uh, that's what that's what any great uh, film artist or filmmaker or film actor would tell you so yeah i think that's what the whole concept of flop is and i think it's very important to keep those two factors in mind and uh, decide for yourself what makes a film hit or flop for you right right i think it was uh, way more informative because what i was before asking you and after getting the answer i think i've got a broader spectrum of what actually the film is and speaking of the commercial as well as the critical aspect yeah, yeah. zabia yeah. yeah um so since you uh, spoke about your page um, and you said that salman khan's posts are not uh, you know you have not posted anything about salman khan so i would like to ask about your tagline or your bio on your ig page that says uh, cinema for change positivity and mental health can you tell hmm. us more about it like why did you come up with it how did you come up with it yeah so um when i the idea behind starting the page was that i wanted to do, i wanted to do something around the impact of cinema i wanted to create a space where people could talk about how a film or cinema in general has changed their life uh because i i i tried to find a lot of material on on this uh subject on the internet but i couldn't find a lot there are some you know organizations or some companies uh, that are uh, that are trying to or content creators also that have tried to explore the subject in the past but it's not something that has ever become a, a main conversation but that's what i wanted to do i wanted to make it a main mainstream conversation that everybody sort of tries to engage in because why not right because uh, if if cinema is such an important part of our lives for example in a country like india especially everybody everybody watches cinema or if not everybody then at least in every house there is at least one person who really really loves cinema and that's that's the idea that i wanted to explore uh the three elements positivity change and mental health came into the picture a bit later probably 3 4 months after starting the page when after interacting with people i i started learning a lot more about the subject i started learning a lot more about the uh, impact that cinema can have and Uh, the exact uh, well, what's the correct term? The exact attributes maybe that I could attach to it. Change why? Because of course, impact means change. Impact all uh, impact equates to change. Uh, change can be in a, in a lot of ways. Change can be social. Change can be indi- individualistic. Change can can be spiritual. uh change can even be political so that was that was the first part of it positivity because you know uh, so many of us uh, sometimes just crave watching feel good films 
comforting films when we are going through a tough time and we watch a film and we start feeling better so that's where the positivity aspect of it came into the picture and mental health because you know uh, that came from a bit more uh, of a personal space because when i was going through a mental health crisis myself a uh, couple of years ago uh, you know films became films became a big source of uh, catharsis for me a big source of um, I don't know, therapy is not the right word, but you know, that that's the kind of role that it played for me back then. And uh, I've seen so many people talk about how a show like Friends helped them when they were depressed, helped them when they were going through grief of losing a loved one. Uh, or, you know, they were going through the worst of times of their lives. And a, sh- a show like Friends or a show like How I Met a Mother or The Office came into their lives and literally saved them. Uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll talk about, uh, you know, this personal account that a person had shared on a gr- on a group of uh, do you know what the show the office so you know uh, the office has uh, has a very strong fan following all right so there are a lot of facebook groups of that show and i am a part of all of them because i am a big fan of the show and you know i remember this one time this person had shared that uh, he was that he was suicidal and uh, that person was suicidal and one day he was he had actually completely decided to take his own life but you know right before take right before doing it right before going for it he started playing the office and uh, you know he just started playing the show and he kept watching it he kept watching it and watching it and forgot about his his suicidal thoughts and eventually he did not do it and that guy saved today so you know if that's the kind of impact that cinema or television can have then i think it deserves a lot more con- uh, i i i felt like it deserved a lot more conversation that was getting uh, already so that's that that's where the idea came uh, to me right um so talking about the impact of uh, movies in a person's life and of course you mentioned friendship in between uh, what you said about um, about my question so i'm just going to ask you one more thing like talking about the movies dil chahta hai and zindagi na milegi dobara you have highlighted samir and kabir being the mediator uh, friends amongst their mm-hmm. friendships so mm-hmm. have you come across a friend like that amongst your circle or have you known such a person yeah absolutely in fact i think i was the guy i was that person for my friends <laughs> to be very honest because uh, i was never uh, somebody who got into fights i'm not i'm still not somebody who gets into fights with his friends the way akash and uh, siddharth get into a fight or the way right. arjun arjun and imran get into a fight so i'm not fortunately i've not been in a situation like that with any of my friends and you know whenever my friends got used to get into a fight i used to be the mediator for them so you know i would say that i really really late so i did not write that piece myself uh, somebody okay. so that's the idea of the page right because people write something and share it with me sometimes i write it on the page of course sometimes when i feel like some i really really feel something personal about a film or a show but the idea of the page is that people uh, send me write ups and i select which ones i want to publish and then i publish them so it, this this piece was sent was sent by uh, a very regular contributor to the page her name is kadambari and when i read okay. it i i really really related to it and i could connect with what what she was the idea that she was trying to convey and yeah i mean i would okay. say that i am i i have been that guy for a lot of my friends yeah 
great uh, so uh, since you said that um, uh, you get those articles so i have one more question like while describing the song kahi to hogi wo um, mm-hmm. the um, you mentioned that how the lines uh, jaane na kaha wo duniya hai jaane na wo uh, hai bhi ya nahi jaane jahan meri zindagi mujhse yeah so itni khafa nahi it has grabbed your attention so tell us about that yeah so uh, even for that so you know um so that, uh, i wouldn't say that was something that i connected with but you know but just just the honesty with which that was written and just the honesty mm-hmm. with which that person had described how that show, that that song you know just uh, if 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 a person thinks about it it's not nothing but uh, a combination of lines and a combination of some notes some musical notes that that's been brought together to form something called a song right uh, if if you think about it it's it's something that really does not make a lot of sense how can something like that uh make a person or keep a person hopeful and love right but that's the right. beauty of art that's the beauty of music that's the beauty of cinema that something as simplistic as that something a line as simplistic as kahin to hogi wo duniya jahan wo mere sath hai like you know like uh, yeah uh, uh, i mean in in some world or, or to some people in this world also it's something that would seem ridiculous right it would seem like uh, how, how is it possible that um, that a song uh, uh, helped you stay hopeful in love or uh, just kind of helped you going through that time but, but but that's what happened with that guy that it's as real as it it can be he has shared his experience and uh, it's that's as real as it can be and it just really really hit me and i think uh, the response that it got is also testimony of how Uh, of how beautiful that whole story was and how beautiful the whole idea of the impact of that song and that film was and uh, i think so some in some or the other way we can all relate to it we we were all i think teenagers i was a teenager when that film came out and i also remember uh, you know just being really really i would say floored after watching that film and especially the sequence the in the sequence where uh, they were dancing with their own partners and the song is playing the background uh, and uh, I, i don't remember being in love or anything of that sort back then but even then uh, that song has really stayed with me and even now whenever i listen to it whenever i watch the video or whenever i happen to watch the film again um, you know i remember i i uh, i am remi- i'm reminded of how i felt when i watched that song for the first time and you know just it's it's that feeling and uh, it's the beauty in that feeling that you crave in life and i think that's what cinema is uh, and yeah yeah i think and the response that that piece has got is phenomenal it's probably one of the most uh, successful posts on my page if you look at it uh, and compare it to the other posts on the page uh, it got like more than 200000 views and something like that so uh, you know i think a lot of people connected to it a lot of people commented on it a lot of people were uh, were, were heartwarmed after reading that story and the honesty with which the, uh, it was written by the person who shared it Shank, i think shanky his name was shanky or shubham um, yeah but it was quite beautiful quite beautiful yeah right right uh, yeah uncle go ahead 
yeah so basically speaking about how the cinema has evolved like uh, i've been really taking travel traveling through the time back in the 90s and 60s like you know the films were made which were black and white films and then we had a lot of uh, improvisation technically then again speaking today we have got delhi soaps on the television and now we have the web series and netflix so basically cinema is nothing but a storytelling platform so basically the storytelling platform has evolved right from films to daily soaps to netflix that is the web series i'm talking about so what is the whole change or the whole perspective that you look forward to like yes we are listening to more and more of stories but what is your take on that like how is it changing is it a positive change or what is according what does the whole scenario brings to you well honestly i'm uh, personally i'm extremely happy about it Ex- uh, personally i think uh, i think there couldn't be a better uh, sort of direction that our cinema could have taken um, for indian cinema also and world cinema also uh, it's it's a very fresh change uh, thankfully it's happening at a time when i'm personally still young uh you know because i can't imagine how the people who are uh, who are who are old now and they're looking at who are old and they are they were true artists who uh, always kept on wishing that they could tell their own stories their way and they could never tell it because of the lack of mediums but now there are so many mediums that are possible for people to tell their stories um, you know for example i was talking to director hardik mehta uh, a couple of no not a couple of months yeah actually a couple of months back in february when i met him uh, he's a director of the film kamyab and uh, you know i was i was talking to him about this I, i asked him how he feels about it and he told me that you know uh, right now is a time when every aspiring filmmaker storyteller artist uh, like no no artist right now has the excuse of saying that they do not have options available or platforms available to tell their stories you know even for example uh, people are telling their stories right now on tiktok you know that's insane uh, i know they're they're not films but you know eventually uh, the the idea is to tell stories right and people are choo- choosing that medium to tell their stories because they do not have anything else once they start telling their stories on tiktok they'll shift to youtube after from from youtube if people are still liking their stories they'll uh, and uh, you know if they're getting a good response if they're getting millions of views no matter we th- what we think of it sub- subjectively if there are people who are watching it you know netflix or amazon prime or hotstar would want to get that person on board and would want to give them a chance to tell their own stories and that's what's happening right uh, people like like tanmay bhat or all these people who started aib um, you know they they literally started from youtube that that was it and from youtube they became these huge stars that everybody loved and from that they got an amazon original which did not eventually get completed because irfan was in it and he got sick that's a different story but you know the either the truth is that there there were these four guys who started their journey from a social media platform from youtube they they became huge stars and from there they did get their uh, own story to tell on one of the uh, one of the leading streaming platform in the world amazon prime so you know that's that's uh, how how powerful um more than powerful i'll say uh, that's how easy it is right now for people to make it in the cinema business especially people who are from outside the uh, outside the industry who do not have any connections and uh, that's that's how democratic the entry of streaming services has made the whole 
uh, the the whole industry and which is why i think it's it's a great great change for indian cinema also and world cinema also and you know i i personally as a cinephile i couldn't be more happy about it because i'm getting to see more stories you know that's what i want i'm getting to see more stories i'm getting to see more shows more films and uh, and everybody for example in a time like this uh, when everybody's quarantined at their home uh, all all of us just want to see as many films and shows as we can and the possi- and it, it's only possible because of streaming platform like netflix and amazon prime and hotstar that we can do that otherwise you know uh, otherwise before all of this started we used to find shows and films and all of these things through, through torrents and this and that and all these illegal methods and never felt nice to do it but we still kept on doing it because eventually we did want to watch our films and shows and you know i'm i'm just happy that uh, all of that has gone out of the picture now and uh, we have these platforms i couldn't be happier about it definitely i completely resonate with that and even i'm very much happy that we are getting a lot more content lot more stories raw stories basically so basically we don't have to follow a certain algorithm like when you see some bollywood movies they are larger than the life that is not something real that we see in day to day life out of the office but this platform such as netflix and all the mx player or all this web series platform they're telling us the raw stories mm-hmm. right from each day to day life and also this intrigues me to ask you what is going to be the cinema world post quarantine any thoughts that you want to share on this topic yeah about this also i'll uh, i'll say something that rajiv masand said to me when i was talking to him a few days ago or uh, you know he said fil- film critic rajiv masand he was saying that you know um, he feels that uh, filmmakers uh, as far as india is concerned he said that filmmakers and actors and all of these people uh, will would need to become way more responsible than than they have been until now because they will realize that while people were quarantined at their home they started watching a lot of content from around the world uh, a lot of film a lot of shows from around the world and now their sensibilities of watching cinema has changed and improved by a lot it has matured it would have matured a lot by the time we are out of this uh, we are out of these quarantine time because you know even as uh, e- even as somebody who runs humans of cinema i get so many people now who ask me to recommend foreign films foreign foreign language shows or they ask me they send me submissions or uh, write ups on foreign films foreign language films foreign language shows that even i haven't seen uh, so you know uh, and i some that i haven't even heard of so you know that's how that's how much people are consuming content and cinema and television right now and i think uh, the the there would definitely be a huge change after all of this is over especially in india i can't say about the us or europe because uh, for for them right now the only challenge is that they want to get their business started uh, as soon as possible because they're they're incurring huge losses uh because so many films have just stopped uh i uh, have stopped because of the whole thing but uh in india i think i think there should be a shift in the stories that are being told and just the fabric of the indian film industry i think better stories would would be would start getting told and people would become more responsible in the stories that they're telling absolutely i think so i think so 
yeah so talking about uh, content like there are uh, a lot of controversial movies like um, say for example malena or uh, lolita or for bollywood movies like begum jaan uh, lipstick under my burqa what do you have to talk about these stories like because uh, people have mixed uh, feelings about such stories so should such stories be created more and if they are how should they be presented so that they can connect with the normal uh, you know viewers Mm. Yeah, so I think uh, the this question now uh, of uh, of how a certain story that has problematic elements can be told, it's a it's a question that still so many storytellers and filmmakers are grappling with. Uh, you know, for example, there was so much conversation that happened around Kabir Singh when Kabir Singh came out, or a lot of conversation that happened around Joker also when Joker came out. and right. uh, so many people criticized joker uh, not in india in india the film had uh, a largely positive reception but in america uh, the home of the film uh, the film received such uh, such a mixed response from critics because so many critics uh, said that the film could potentially incite violence and um, and i mean that that is something that has happened in the past And I mean that's right. a question that people are still grappling with honestly you know there's no correct answer for it uh th- there is definitely a way to do it responsibly um you know maybe I think for example Kabir Singh for example I think could have been done in a more responsible way there there could have been less lesser glor- glorification of the protagonist it could have been done in a way where uh, the protagonist could have faced repercussions for his actions you know uh, it's it's uh, it, it would have been better if the protagonist wasn't rewarded in the end uh, it, w- it would have been better if he did not get to be get to be with the girl again etc etc so all of these things are there and i think there are definitely better ways to present a certain story but i do not think that these stories should not be told at all kabir singh is a film and kabir singh especially the character is a character that is very real it uh characters like him do exist in our society and i think these stories definitely need to be told these character also need to be told because eventually every story needs to be told uh so there should be any discrimination in that but i think uh, as a society uh you know we do need to come up with better ways to tell these stories so that people who are watching these films do not uh do not take take away the wrong message from the film you know for example after kabir singh i know for a fact that there are so many guys who started uh, kind of emulating his behavior right who started copying the guy who started uh, who started idolizing the guy for that matter you know i i know uh, some people like that for a fact some people who are content creators youtubers who who very proudly boast about the fact that they are like kabir singh or they have started emulating his behavior his character traits so those are things that are problematic and that is something that filmmakers and storytellers and writers need to be mindful about they need to understand what's the best way to tell the story without letting people take away any bad habits of his or without letting people take away the wrong message from it and instead tell that story as a story and not as a glorification of the character for example lolita also you mentioned that's a very very good example lolita yeah. is a film that that is widely discussed in the film circles even yeah. now and uh, it it is often quoted and it's often talked about whenever there's a conversation like this that happens again and you know um i mean 
people do not really criticize Lolita for that matter. People look at Lolita as a film, as a story. And probably the reason I think for that is that the presentation of the film and just the way that story yeah. has been written, it's it's not been written in a way that glorifies the relationship in any way. Right? So I think... Yes. Uh, yes. I think, yeah, so the, it's, you know, uh, actress Parvati, she said something that uh, has really resonated with me in a way. Uh, in in an interview with Film Companion, she said that it's about the visual grammar of the relationship, or it's about the visual grammar of the story of the or the character that is being told. Uh, the visual grammar shouldn't be problematic. For example, according to her, the visual grammar of Joker wasn't problematic, but the visual grammar of Arjun Reddy and Kabir Singh was problematic. Visual grammar, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's a very it's it's kind of a vague and open term, but I also understand what she means, uh, and it's exactly what uh, what it's basically uh, she has basically summarized all of what I just said in these two words. It's a, eventually right. about how they are trying to present the character. Right, uh, Omkar, you have something to ask? Yes, definitely. Uh, Zabia, if you are done with this uh, very serious conversation, is this something that we can move to the rapid fire round now? Uh, yes, we can move to the rapid fire now. Yeah. Oh, okay, one more thing. Uh, please ask about Sanjay Bhansali. You forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, basically, uh, Harshan, we really want to ask you about the three words that you will really say for Sanjay Leela Bhansali. Mm, I would say beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm referring to his films, uh, of course, but like, visually beautiful. Um, second, I would say historical. And third, I would also say nostalgia mm-hmm. for him also because for some reason his films just kind of you know take me down that take me down not a memory lane myself but take me down this road of history that I'm extremely extremely fascinated with. And you know whenever I visit, uh, for example, when I visited Amir Fort uh, in Jaipur, I I was just thinking about his films. And when I watched his film again, uh, which was shot in Amir Fort, Bajirao Mastani, I think. Uh, you know, I was just yeah. constantly thinking about how I felt when I went to Amir Fort. So, you know, he also just kind of, he's kind of um, invokes certain kind of nostalgia in me because I'm a big history buff. So, yeah, those are three things I would say for him. Definitely, definitely. I think, Hatshar, it has been a quite informative and a fruitful conversation so far that we were speaking about the films and the topics pertaining to the film. And uh, now, uh, now we feel that you know uh, there has to be a, some uh, what do you say, a different taste to the whole conversation. So we are taking it to the rapid fire. Something that you have to answer very rapidly and very honest. Sure, sure. Okay. So praise yourself. The first question to you is basically the segment is if you could replace an actor in a movie, which actor and movie it would be? I'm giving you uh, like I'll give you the hmm. movies and the actors. You have to replace them. Hmm. Okay, Salman Khan in Bajrang, uh, Bajrangi Bhaijan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe. Rapid. <laughs> okay, rapid. Sharukh. Achha, why okay. also? Why also I have to say? Come again? Do I have to say why also? No, no, no. Just because uh, you just have to replace that actor by another actor. That's it. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Sure, okay. So, replacing Salman Khan, you will put SRK into Bajrangi Bhaijan. Yeah. Alright, next one. Irfan Khan, Piku. Again, Sharuk, I would say. Because this is something that I genuinely thought about when I saw the film. Okay. R. Madhavan in Tanu Wet's Manu series. Nawazuddin Siddiqui. Okay. 
वरुण धवल इन बदलापुर विक्की कौशल ओके दैट्स अ ग्रेट वन आमिर खान इन दंगल इरफान खान शाहरुख खान इन रहीज इन रहीज शाहरुख खान इन रहीज सैफ अली खान ओके दैट वाज अ ग्रेट वन अगेन ओमकार ओमकार सेगमेंट विल रियली गेट टू नो योर टेस्ट फॉर द Yeah. So this next segment is really going to tell us that uh, what is your taste in the music, or how do you idealize music. So mm-hmm. the next segment can be missed. Which song would you sing to best describe the following situations? Hmm. If you were Karan Johar in real life. If I was Karan Johar in real life, wow. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, what what song would I sing? You're asking. Yeah, what song would you uh, sing to describe that situation? Yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I would sing that song to describe the situation, but I just seen I've always seen him dancing to the songs in his own films. So I would definitely play a song from his own film and start dancing to it, such as Radha or any of those songs. Yeah, even I had the same song in my head when you said that dancing on the same. Uh, yeah, he. I've seen him. He always in all the reality shows that he's judging. He's always uh, he's always dancing to those songs. Yeah right. If you were married to Ashwarya Rai, wow! I think I'll uh, I'll uh, perform that song with her. Adere bina be suadi be suadi akhiya. Oh, that song is nice. Yeah, exactly. The last one. If you wake up and find that you're Gutti in real life, I'm Gutti. Yeah. Yeah. Then though I have to sing that song, na? Aap aaye hai mere ghar mein gul khile hai gulshir gulshir. <laughs> right 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 that that's really a great one that's great one and now is the time for the turn table so one question that you would really like to ask both of us i know it's a bit intimidating but any question that you would really like to ask it's a kind of a turn table question segment no no i, I would love to ask you guys yeah, like i would love to ask you guys um, what what is it what is the one thing that you are both passionate about okay uh, zabia you go ahead hosting It's the oh, wow. one thing I'm very passionate about. Yes. So getting to do that—that's pretty amazing. Right. Thank you. And uh, speaking about me, Zabi, uh, you're done. Yes, I'm done. Yeah. So I think one thing that really intrigued me was when you answered—you were when you were answering the question so nicely and so appropriately. You said that you were an engineer. So basically, Zabi and me—we both are engineers. We are studying engineering, and we got this opportunity from a college that okay, let's do a podcast thing. So that's okay. why we are here. And we both are very intrigued by knowing about knowing more about the people. Basically, I was doing podcasts right from 2019. I have my own show, How's the Josh, where I have interviewed a lot of Bollywood actors and celebrities for their films. Hmm. And uh, then I got this opportunity to do research. podcast i started doing this so i really love one thing that i'm really intrigued about is knowing people on a very deeper scale and a wider spectrum i would say mm-hmm. because i think everybody has a story to tell and everybody has some or the other thing that we can carry from them or rather imbibe in our life that will make us more better 
Hmm. I yeah, completely relate so, to that, and I'm I'm also that's something that has always fascinated me as well. I know, in fact, uh, the reason I started Humans of Cinema also, I also say this to a lot of people that two there are two things that I've always been fascinated by. One is people, and the other is cinema. So the idea was to bring the two together. So I completely relate to that. Relate to what you're saying about the stories of people. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, exactly. yeah. So both of you are kind of getting to do what exactly you want to do. Right. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's the beauty of the whole scenario and the podcasting world today. <laughs> amazing, yeah. Amazing guys. Right, right. So, uh, Zabi, are we good to go? Uh, yes, we're good to go. Yeah, there, there's a bit of a sorrow and grief, I would say, because I really enjoyed this whole conversation, and uh, definitely, I think it was almost one hour, and it just passed so quickly that we didn't even realize. So, Harshit, you were damn good as a guest, and the way you answered and made us all comfortable. A big thank you for all the things that you've done. Thank you so much, really guys, nice for having me, and uh, I also had a lot of fun. Yeah, same here, Zabia. Same here, so and Omkar, same here, guys. And uh, thank you so much for having me. And uh, you know, I wish you all the best for your podcast. I'm sure it's already doing quite well, but I'm sure in the future also you guys have great potential for it. So just you know, you have all my great wishes for it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Harshit. And definitely, we are looking forward. to you step into the business and create great films that we would come and watch and like you know sit beside you and watch the creation of yours <laughs> thank you so much ah thank you so much definitely definitely so thank you so much uh, harshit and zabia on a final note uh, thank you to all the audience for listening this out thank you so much for being a part of vzet podcast and tuning into vzet podcast uh, powered by literati club with omkar and zabia thank you bye thank you bye. so much